0: Happy Saturday, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode from the Crow's Nest. I'm Kelly J. Lewis, and with me, of course, is Dr. Kevin Crow. Okay, Dr. Crow, there's a lot of things I got to ask you about today. Um, sure. So, there was the Trump rally last weekend, and we yes. didn't really get to talk about it because, you know, we, we pre-record the show. And so. That's it, right. And it would have been happened. going on right when. From- yeah. and so we didn't really we didn't really get to see um, the actual uh, numbers for the rally and everything so I want to talk a little bit about that and how uh, okay so so you have young children and I I, I don't know if they're too young yeah. for this but like k-pop. And things like that. Like I don't. I, I know that that's Korean pop, but I wasn't sure about like TikTok. I know very little about it. And so, you know, the gist of it is there was all these teens that reserve that made reservations for tickets, and that was the reason that uh, the BOK Center didn't wasn't packed out. No, I can. I can give you a, the second
1: sure. Let me go ahead and mention stuff that nobody's mentioned, and then mention the stuff that everybody's mentioned. I'll do both of these. Um, first thing. First thing is this: um, the numbers. The numbers go between what? You know, it holds nineteen thousand. That's how many it holds. Um, a lot of the news agencies are saying, "Well, there's 6,000. Uh, it's probably more like twelve thousand. I'm not going by what Trump says. I'll explain this. My brother has worked security for B for BOK for the last ten years. Everything. I mean, any type of venue he can get. Uh, he's one. In fact, he's one of the security people that they'll get where other officers won't. He will always work anything. Not because he needs the money. It's just he believes that people ought to have you know the events. I mean, you know, you see what I'm saying. So there's events that uh, that on the political fringes, left, right, everything you can think of. He'll work. I mean, he'll work and not just be okay but everything else, too. So he's worked this for this year and Chuck looked at the audience. He says, there's more than 6,000. His estimate was, because he knows on how many each section will hold, he was thinking probably more like 12,000, which is still not 17,000, not 19,000. The other thing is this. There wasn't violent stuff going on keeping people from going in but we do know people that have tried that were there trying to get in and some of them had families and stuff and they said what had happened was not that it was violent but that there were some people on on one of the entrances the main entrance where people were supposed to go in and that some of the protesters had infiltrated they weren't being violent but they were being kind of disruptive and all that and some people had like little kids that just left now again is that seven thousand people who knows then there's the TikTok thing you mentioned. But I'll mention another thing too that no one has brought up, and this is just because I'm again this is this is my experience, not anybody else's. You know, the day of the convention excuse me, the day of the Trump rally was also the day of the state Republican convention. It's the same day. And it was um it was scheduled, you know, when all the COVID stuff came out, they had to you remember, you, you, you were Democrat, Sheriff, so you know how these things work. You have to have your conventions at certain times, within certain points, no matter what, because you have to get the delegates. So it was originally scheduled for, I forgot when our convention was originally scheduled for our state one, well, but anyways, I can't remember. But anyway, so they moved it to an online one. Um, they had to make that call, of course, during the height of the COVID stuff, like, you know, in like. March, early April, whenever. I think I forgot when we set it up. So that was already set up. Um, and they had to seat the delegates. And actually, what they ended up doing, because they still want an in person convention, is they've split it's the only time they've ever done this. They've split the Republican convention state one into two days. We did the online stuff Saturday because that was already set up. That was already finalized. You couldn't get around that. I mean, even if you wanted to make it, non you know open it was too late venues already set up so what they did they they did the on Saturday morning um we did we set we we basically voted on the delegates to be sent to the National Convention which is what you have you know that has to be done in a timely manner and then the election of the state committee man the state committee woman all that they've moved to August which will be in person uh, I um Oh, I think it's going to be, what's the big one in Oklahoma City? I can't remember, whatever convention thing that is. Okay, so that cut out, that cut out basically, you know, a lot of the Republican activists who would have been there. I mean, you know, the bigger people there. I thought, well, it's all the state, you know, it's people that go to the state convention. The other one, which I think actually hit even more, which was bad timing, but again, you know, this is just a local thing, unless you know what's going on locally, Um, you know, you wouldn't know about this. As we know, we have our election on the 30th uh, of June. Well, already when I was at the state convention, we're supposed to have, you know, it's supposed to be office holders and stuff are supposed to be there too and people running. They had sent in texts because you get texts since it's online you see what's going on. They didn't even go to the state convention because they were using that day for their campaigning. Um, and so every person who was running for office, and we know this, not just people running as we have in this You know, in our district, right, and we have, you know, um, uh, for the Republicans, you have um, Randy Talley and you have uh, Dick Lowe running against each other. Well, not just them, but all the other people running, whether it's, you know, uh, county clerk, city clerk, whatever. That was their prime day to campaign. I mean, everybody was on the campaign trail. So it's not only them, but it's also their supporters, their staff. They're out campaigning that day. So that basically cuts into a big number of activists nobody's brought that up. I mean, even the Trump campaign hasn't used that as a defense, and the TV doesn't. But again, that's only because, you know, the only reason I know that is I was in the convention and I was getting the messages and stuff. So, you know, overall, though, but overall, like I said, you know, he was able to stir up his base like he wants. I mean, you know, they all do that. Everybody wants to. And he was able to get them, you know, lined up on, the, on, the, on, the, on on TV. It had a wide viewership, so I think he got what he wants. Now, Trump himself, because, you know, and I like Trump, but the fact is everybody's got their bad points and he's he's got a big ego and I think it bothered him that the top thing wasn't wasn't up there. But I think the people that watched the audience they were okay with it, you know, and stuff. I mean his supporters were. So
0: well, but anyway, but that's think, some
1: of the stuff with that. Go ahead.
0: Do you think that it's wise for him to be having these large scale events with no well, go ahead. with no adherence to C D C guidelines in states that are seeing exponentially rising numbers in covid cases
1: well remember covid was going up even before this and all that but here's the thing and again this is for anybody to make a judgment call and we see this too we also see the protests going on and a lot of these not doing this and so we're in this point right now you know in our history where everybody you know if you don't get your message out it doesn't get out it seems like a giant battle that's a call he had to make and everything um I and don't so,
0: think that him being racist about it and calling it kung fu and everybody loves that. I don't understand why the more racist he is, the more his supporters love him.
1: There's a book. I think i mentioned this earlier in the earlier in the year. If you, if if you get a chance, I, I think I mentioned this on our show once, and it may have been one of the ones where it was just Thomas was there. I can't remember, but if Thomas on the hill remember this, I mentioned anybody and, and and again if you really want to get a good feel for if you are not a trump person or even if you are if you are you probably already know this but if you're not a trump person and you want to understand the trump phenomenon how he won okay if you want to understand his appeal and everything and again this is something i would recommend to people on the left people on the right it's, it's a pretty good analysis there's a um, and, and and as you know, this is not a person I'm a fan on the per, the person who 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 wrote who wrote this book. But I will give it this: he is pretty good at understanding politics. I didn't say I, that I agree with all policy. But Newt Gingrich had had the book out uh, that he put out at the beginning of the Trump presidency. I probably I don't know when the book was maybe 2017. It might be 2018. I don't remember. But it's called Understanding Trump. And if you if you ever want insight into a lot of this, um. Get the book, and one of the things that one of the things that Gingrich pointed out was this: there is a, there are a lot of people, um, and by the way, this works on both sides, and I'll put I'll put this out in just a second. I'm going to use the opposite end with AOC's victory in New York in just a second. I'm going to tie this in because they're real similar in a way on this. There are a lot of people, and you get this too. I think you can see this. There's a lot of people in both parties. Who were upset with business as usual, with um, we could say the chamber crowd, and that's true with both things. In fact, that was one thing that ALC had pointed out on her on her side with the Democrat one. And so what happens is um, there are people that will hedge their bets and only focus on you know things that special interests want, and they stay away from anything else. And so a lot of people, you know, and I think rightfully so, are sick of like. Um, for example, you know, Chinese interference. Well, I mean, running us over, I mean, with the bad business deals, and that's bipartisan, whether we're talking about George Bush Sr., George Bush Jr., Bill Clinton, Obama, they all gave in to the Chinese. I mean, we can look at how many business deals have gone through that have hurt our national security. Like I said, with Bill Clinton, you know, giving Laurel the path to, to, for technology transfer to China, China didn't even have the ability to hit us with nuclear weapons until then. And that's just one example. Now, if I want to pick on a Republican presidency, we could go back to George Bush Jr. His first foreign policy crisis was not 9-11. His first foreign policy crisis is when the Chinese took on an American spy plane that was well in the international airspace and forced it down and then took it apart, and he didn't do anything about it. And so the thing is, everybody kind of hedges their bet. The point that Gingrich made is, is when Trump – Goes overboard when he pushes. That is a signal to a lot of people. At least he's not going to hate to use this term, but to kowtow to him. At least we know that he's not going to tell us one thing and then, you know, and, and use this one, you know, use one stance here and then sell out on the other one. That if somebody is that brazen, even though it makes your skin crawl, even though it sends. Chills up your spine in the incorrect, you know, in, in the way that you don't want chills sent up your spine. It at least sends a message: this guy's not going to, it, not going to cater to the Chinese. Does that make sense? That's why, and I think he purposely knows that because again, and I, now again, am I defending or is, uh, this? You know, what I've used the same words. No, but again, the thing is, anybody who will not. Vote for Trump because he said that wasn't going to vote for him anyway. Um, I mean that that's just there. Anybody who's uncomfortable with it but still wants assurances, you know, that they see China as a bigger threat. that assured them even if it upsets them it still assures them of that that's a political strategy we've talked about this before it's not a political strategy that i would use but remember i i lost <laughs> okay, okay So um, let's but,
0: let's I, but i'm just trying bolton. to
1: explain why they would do that
0: let's go let's ahead. Seg- that. let's segue that into bolton and bolton's claim because we didn't even get to talk about bolton's book last week
1: oh i know Crazy. well this is the one thing is you know kelly we've talked about this before that we may disagree on many things, but we tend to agree on the same people that we find disgusting, and, and Bolton's one of those. Oh, I yeah. mean, bolton if Bolton had it his way, we'd be in war of Russia. We'd, he's a nightmare. He is a, he's, a, he's crazy. Look at his eyes. I mean, just look at his eyes. He's always – you know, rarely do we get to say I – mean rarely we would say, oh, look, Trump, Trump took the rational well over his enemies. I mean, this is it. I mean, Bolton – and you, were, I think you were right. You know, we always make predictions. You know, you'll say sometimes on me how, well, you called that one. You called that one years ago. Well, Kelly, I'm going to give you one that you called years ago on this class. I've been mean, in this, in this, in this, in this, in this, um, on this program. And that is, you had mentioned when all the leaks were going out with Trump, you know, a year and a half ago, you said it's Bolton. I mean, you were saying that. That has never come up that it is Bolton, but you're right. It's Bolton. I mean, it's obvious that that's where all this was coming from. Um, but yeah, um. No, I mean, I think one of the best moves that, that Trump ever did was get rid of Bolton. I think one of his worst moves is they ever have Bolton there in the first place. I mean, the guy is a warmonger, and we don't need that.
0: Well, so, his, his so, yeah. mustache disturbs me. His mustache is what disturbs it me. It does me, too.
1: I was. We do think a lot alike. I always want to make comments, but I haven't said it. Okay? So, but, I'll say it.
0: I'll say it. But it does. It's it's uh, and,
1: and, and, and after off air, we can talk about what it reminds us of. But anyways, okay? <laughs>
0: But, but I thought that there. that was very telling. And, <laughs> and uh, Thomas and I talked about it on Them Damn Indians. And I flat out said, I'm not buying that book. I mean, it's 500 pages. And if he really cared about the United States, if he cared about being a patriot, he would have testified. He wouldn't have run and hidden and said, subpoena me, make me testify. You know what? If you wanted to lay your soul bare, do it in Congress where you can actually enact some change instead of waiting for Simon and Schuster to pay you $2 million.
1: That's right. I mean he is – he's poison, and you get these type of people in politics. Now I'm going to do the opposite. I'll give you uh, – on this one too, but you get these type of people. You remember, you remember uh, Clinton's guy – I can't remember his name, but he was, he was one of his campaign, his political people, and then he wrote all these kiss-and-tell books on Clinton. And he became – and he, I guess he's still a darling of the Republicans now. Do you know who – why can't I think of this guy's name? Um, but he's real sleazy. He was in like the sex scandals and stuff. Do you, know who, you know who I'm talking about. Um, why can't I think of his name? I hate this. It just came up in my – he was one of Clinton's people, one of Clinton's big political people for every day, help him get to be president and all that. He was a big consultant and everything, and then he went in kind of in the Clinton administration. But then he turned on Clinton later. Um, and you'll see him. He's on Fox News a lot and stuff, too, and the Republicans use him a lot now. Well, the reason I point that out is this is nonpartisan. You just get this personality type all the time. So he'd be the mirror opposite of Bolton, we'll say, but it's still the same type of personality. And, and, and they, are, they are completely self-absorbed. They are completely narcissistic. And uh, why can't I think of the guy's name? You'll think of it like me later. Um, Anyway, but yeah, but that's the thing with Bolton. In fact, you know, I know, I know that um, you know, Trump has been trying to you know get the book suppressed and everything. I wouldn't. I'd say, hey, you know, Bolton hates me. I mean, that should get me some. That should get me some more votes. I mean, you know, if, if Bolton doesn't like you, that should be that should be a plus. He shouldn't be. He should be playing this a little bit different than what he is right now. But you know.
0: Well, and but, let me ask you this: you made a you made an interesting point earlier. You know, Bolton. He's recycled. Uh, Pompeo, he's recycled. Uh, Bill Barr, William Barr, he's recycled. I mean, we're starting to see these people who never did good things for our country being recycled again through the federal ranks. And that's what shocked me, With especially with John Bolton. I was like, there's no way. But you know what, John Bolton played the game and he ingratiated himself to trump
1: well i'll tell you i'll tell you this is me and again this is probably why you'll never see me part of the trump administration although i like his policy but by saying this this will get me in trouble but i'm going to say it i think there are still problematic people in the trump one that he still trusts you know uh i i wouldn't trust jared i wouldn't trust kushner any farther than i could throw him and i think kushner is one of the people who has the ear of president trump and i and i have a feeling that it was kushner who brought who brought Bolton in, who said, oh, yeah, we could get this guy and co-opt him or whatever. But, you know, co-opting, Bolton is like, is like you know, the, uh, is like Hindenburg wanting to co-opt Adolf Hitler. I mean, you know, there's just people that are just bad people. You don't need them anywhere near you. And Bolton's one of them. Um, well, but like I said, I, think, I still think that right now in the Trump administration, I, the one I wouldn't trust – not that he will necessarily sell out Trump, but I think his policies are dangerous, and I think he's still in with the people that you know are bad news. I think Kushner's that way.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He comes from a long line of people who are bad news. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you know that that still doesn't make this Bolton book any less true. No matter how we personally feel about him, I mean that doesn't. And and the fact that the Trump administration came out and tried to block it and lost, and now Trump's niece Mary Trump, the daughter of his deceased older brother Fred Jr., is writing a tell-all. And he's yeah. Some of this could still be, but
1: some of these with the tell-all could be as much personal as it could be political. Um, but
0: shouldn't he I mean, just kind here's of the thing. ignore that part of it and just go on, or is it because it's this election year and things like that? I mean, you know what I mean. Well, in I the think France, they're cashing in when they, they can. They? I
1: mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think people cash in when they can, and this will be the time that it'll sell and stuff. But, um, but you yeah, yeah, you know, it's well, we've seen this before. I mean, you know, this is you know
0: we we have, and and it's like I said, it's it's very curious. That you know, of course, Bolton's making the rounds and everything. But it's like I told Thomas, I will not buy that book. Uh, I I won't contribute to John Bolton in any way, shape, or form. Um, no. And plus, we're already going to know uh, what it says within the next few weeks. All of the good stuff's going to be going to be out there if it's not out on the internet already.
1: Well, I don't think. I don't think both of them will say anything that's not already that people that that isn't already out in the first place. Does that make sense? I, I just don't think he will. Um, I, I think all of the arguments are already there. Um, if, if people can buy them or they can not buy the argument. But I don't think any I don't think any opinions will be changed one way or the other. Um,
0: well, I, and I was just going to going to ask you that. I mean, with the way that everything is going and with this pandemic and I mean, there's no way that he can sit there and say that we're doing such great things and the United States is about to get blocked from the e- from traveling to the EU. American citizens are about, to, American citizens are about to be blocked from going to the EU because of our horrible response. We have more people die from COVID our cases are rising faster than any other country and so i mean there there is no way to claim success over this none
1: well here's the here's the problem that both sides face both the republicans and the democrats cuz both of them want to say oh look at our response how it's so much better how it's so much better the thing is the only thing you can do the only thing you can do is um is basically um isolate but that only works before it's hit and as we're knowing now as we're knowing now um you know that they've done these studies now um basically in the sewage because they can look at people's waste and figure out how long the stuff's been around in italy apparently the covid virus was already well established in december in italy and so the thing is, it's probably already here before. Trump said it shut it down as quickly as as we had an idea. In other words, remember when he said no trips from you know nobody in from China, that's that's when everybody said oh no let them in let them in you know and our, you know only being racist or whatever and he he shut it down. But the thing is, it's like there's a verse in like. Um, Oh I think I think it's in Ecclesiastes, you know what good is the snake charmer if the snake's already hit anyways or some bit and the thing is, I think that's where we are now I, I think right now um I think nature will over will actually will actually be uh, uh, be uh, i think I think nature will actually play this through instead of any policy now one way or the other because again, to shut things down it's kind of late for that um I mean, even if we want to shut it down again. And again, you still have to have functioning economies. We want to have the money to, to keep our health system going. And that's true everywhere. Uh, I, think the, I think we're down to an individual basis. I think the one thing that we should do, which is a nightmare because I'm facing this right now with my mother in the nursing home, is somehow still keep that as isolated as possible, but that itself has a negative effect. Um, but anything else, I think what's going to happen is what's happened throughout history um and that is this is just going to play out here's my prediction my prediction is the same whether you get a a um vaccine or not i, I think it doesn't matter well let me rephrase that i think our reaction is going to be the same no matter what okay i didn't say the, the numbers or whatever but if you have a vaccine let me talk about it. With if we get a vaccine or if we don't okay if we get a vaccine, which, by the way, I know they keep saying, but but you look at, see, historically, how fast you can get vaccines out, and you just can't. I mean, you know, so I am going to be questioned, even if we get a vaccine, how effective it is. But regardless, so let's say we had a vaccine that did work, which, again, I don't know how you can get one out that quickly, but let's say we did. Okay, let's say you did by September. Nevertheless, because you figure a flu strain, not, not even a deadly flu strain, just a flu strain comes through and people die. Which always happens with flus, it's going to make people gun shy, and so we're still going to, whether we do it in the U.S. or whether you do it somewhere else, people are still going to be gun shy, and they still going to be, um, it's going to be problematic, even even if the, even if the virus isn't remaking, you know, if we get a vaccine and whatever. I think this next year is going to be shut down, opening, complaining griping everybody is scared i mean it, it, by the way this is this has happened throughout history okay this next year is going to be a nightmare i think regardless whether you get a vaccine or not two years out it's gone and the reason i say that it's a virus already it's mutating the numbers are going up the death rate's going uh, more people are dying still but not in proportion to how many people are getting it so it's already changing i think regardless whether we have a vaccine or not you know, um, people's reaction to what's going on is going to be the same until about two years from, I mean, until about yeah, about two years. I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying, hey, it, it may get better within the year, but it doesn't matter. I think people's reaction, people's fear level is still going to be out there whether it gets better or not. Um,
0: well, Trump uh, declared the national emergency on March 13th. That is yes. way behind what a lot of other countries... Way but but behind, again way behind. Hold but on. But my hold, point hold, is on, it was on, already there. Point, I mean My it, point is he didn't ahead. do it early, like all of the Republicans are saying. He did not. He didn't he didn't do it early compared to New Zealand. He didn't even do it early compared to Italy. So that's what Well false.
1: here's well, but so, here's the thing. First of all, we saw it yeah, I had to hit Italy anyway. I mean, you know, that's okay. Up. But so the second, second thing is remember when he was when he had the travel bans the democrats were calling it racist said, oh no we don't need this and they were saying we're, they were saying let's go down to Chinatown let's do this so they didn't do any better and in okay, fact they did work
0: no we're we're but, we're but talking regardless about trump. i'm giving we're, them we're both a pass trump. because
1: i think it's go ahead you were defending ahead, trump
0: so we're going to talk about trump yeah. we're not bringing democrats or other republicans into this we are simply talking about trump okay and his his lack of Reaction and policy when it surrounded this. So that's that's March thirteenth, okay. By May seventeenth, uh, we were already open. So that he he had already started signing orders and telling states that they needed to reopen. So that's barely two months that we were quote unquote shut down, and now we can extend it to all Americans, uh, liberals and conservatives alike everybody lost their minds dur- during that time. well and, and again and I and, think and, everything and, and, is, hold on go ahead. but it's but everybody started be being um, being the having the American mentality that we have we started to we didn't even take it seriously at first because our leadership didn't and now it's exploding here there are health our health professionals who told us who predicted this would happen Nobody, nobody on either side took it seriously. Our people here in Chickasha still don't take it seriously. And yet we're continuing to open back up phase by phase by phase. And what what they're really telling us is they don't care about poor people. They don't care about brown people. They don't care about people who have compromised immune systems because this way of life is more important to them than even just wearing a mask in public. That's the whole well,
1: thing. I think, again, if, which it looks like it's true, if the, um, the outbreak was already in Italy, you know, pretty widespread by December of last year, nobody's reaction, because that's before anybody called anything. It's already out there. I mean, you know, in other words, the reason that, it, the, reason that the only quarantines that you've seen that have actually worked and worked well, Australia and New Zealand, but that's because they hadn't been hit yet i mean they were the ones that got it before but the thing is it's probably already there even before even before it's probably already in you know there's already covid stuff going on in the u.s even before anybody sound any any warning and once that's true it's already spreading i mean it's already through the thing you know i've mentioned this before and who knows that this is the same stuff uh but we have a, a my niece had a, um, a high school – Not I'm sorry, not in high school. My niece's teacher, had an ethics teacher, whose husband died of COVID over a year ago. I mean, so there's COVID stuff out, you know, different strains of it already. But again – I think what's happened is, I think this was here before anybody recognized. Even earlier, and like I said, if this is correct in, which it looks like it is, in December, that's before anybody was aware of anything.
0: But Um, the the whole point is, as soon as people were aware of it that's when the reaction started so we are out of time our 30 minutes always goes by so fast every week thank you so much for tuning in listeners and uh, if you miss any of our conversation you can catch up with those wherever you get your podcast and you know what what we didn't even talk about was the election um don't forget oh i know uh, we didn't (laughs) even talk about the local election so uh, don't forget to get out there and vote Vote early if you need to on Monday, um, and then the polls are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Tuesday, June 30th, and a state question 802 uh, about the Medicaid expansion is on the ballot, and then uh, make sure that uh, you vote in your local elections. Those are the most important ones. So thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Kelly J. Lewis with Dr. Kevin Crow from The Crow's Nest. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day.